Hey everyone, it's Michael. Before we begin, want to remind you all to join the new Union Sports Goalkeeping Community, a social media network that reimagines how we engage, educate, and entertain one another. To download free, go to www.theunionsports.com or the Union Community on Apple or Google Play stores. Thanks for making the Union possible, and on with the show. Welcome to Inside the 18. I'm Michael Majid, live once again from Hollywood, California. With me, with a triumphant return after USC camps last week, one and only 99 World Cup winner, Suskia Weber. And joining us, the man with the nastiest side volley, according to Michael Hoff, <laughs> one and only... <laughs> NC Courage assistant coach Nathan Thackeray. Nathan, making, I think, is this your third, third, third appearance or fourth appearance on this show? Jeez Louise. Third, third or fourth. Yeah. I feel third like I'm, a, uh, I'm just the go to guy when you need someone to fill. That's what I feel like. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Just call Nathan. He'll do it. My say, oh, man, we've got nobody this week. Uh, who, who, who's got? I know. Nathan will do it. Nathan will do it. Yeah. Oh my God, Suske, you you weren't there once, but I think there was a there was a time when uh when Nathan and it was myself, Nathan and Omar, and we did an episode at the office, and the Wi-Fi was so bad that we yeah, basically had to bad, start yeah. the show all over oh, again yeah. when he moved to another room. Oh, <laughs> it was God. terrible. Yeah. Oh man. Well, well, That's Nathan, obviously. You got amazing Wi-Fi. You got a you got a solid background. It looks like you're at home right now. I don't think this is the I'm at home. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. at home. Right. I, that's I not the risk, NC Courage office. office. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to risk it. Got home. Well, I, I, where's where's Casey? <laughs> she's not she's not here with me. I'm like I know I know I know I know. But you know, Rutgers alum, we're kindred spirits. So yeah, yeah. By the way, Michael Hoff just put this up. The worst part was is was the first side volley he hit at me, but definitely love hate relationship with the post. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, man! I absolutely, I, I absolutely love it. I'm sure there's a lot more going on right there. Well, well, Nathan, uh, since we've last had you on, obviously a lot's happened. You know, um, you know some some success, and then obviously you know a, a little bit of a stumbles at the beginning of the season mm -hmm. in regards to the regular season uh, with the league. But the league is so darn competitive, as we we were talking about off the air yesterday. Regards to three points here, one point here can just completely change everything. So why don't you kind of catch up everybody with uh with what's been going on with the Kurds this past season? Yeah, I mean um, we've had we've had quite an overhaul in uh, players, a lot of big time players who were uh, who chose to sort of move on, and we gave them the opportunity to move on, and we said right, let's sort of rip the bandaid off and start afresh, and, and you know new coaching staff and different roles for some of the coaches that have been there over the previous years, and myself included in that. Um, and we thought it was a good opportunity for us to, to sort of not rebuild, but but like restructure and and start start something else. Um, which we got off to a really good start, and in, in, in the Challenge Cup where we where we were at full strength and and did really well, and went un, unbeaten in the Challenge Cup, and was able to uh, win the, win the whole thing, which was fantastic for for a young team and a relatively new team. And then we had a bit of a stumbling block with a, a COVID outbreak that. that Sort of derailed us for a couple of games, and uh, and then we just we found our way this uh, over the sort of last we had three really tough 
tough away games uh, yeah. off the back of each other. Um, actually, they did well and pulled, pulled good points from those three away games. And then we finally got home and and what looked like it was going to be a comfortable uh, performance, five-minute wild spell over the weekend. And we conceded right. three goals in five minutes. And I've never been part of a game that's... That where I've been they, on the and they were team. weird goals. Like I, I yeah, yeah, it was, it was, so it was just like the one that the one that dinked minutes. over over Casey and stuff yeah, like that. Reserves, like, yeah, yeah, that was a weird goal. Like, yeah. that, <laughs> like one, that one hurt. That one hurt. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, yeah. So, but no, we're 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 doing we're doing okay. Um, the, obviously, the league standings don't don't say everything for us right now. We have three games in hand over most teams, so uh, we we pick up a few points within those three games in hand and we're, we're right back in the in the mix of it and, and I think we'll be we'll be competitive enough to to sort of be be there right at the end you know, you know I think but I think it says something for the depth of the league which you brought up in the beginning Mike is that to be able to kind of let some players go and to restructure and everything like that but still be within a point or two points mm-hmm. and competitive that's what that's what's so great about the NWSL like yeah, you know the team that the team that's at the bottom right now could be at the top by the end of the season, and yeah. so there is that depth which you don't find in other leagues. Yeah, I, I would agree, Saskia. It's, it's um, anyone could be anybody at the minute. You're seeing it with the with the results that come in at the, over the weekends or midweek games. It's it's a toss up for for who who gets the right result. So we'll, yeah, we we'll, can we'll see. We're we can say the elephant run, so. the elephant in the room is Orlando. But it's okay. <laughs> yeah, they're going through a rough, they're going they through are. a rough patch at the minute. But they've, I mean, they started the season well, and they've got, they do have some quality. They just got to sort of get, yeah, get some yeah. consistency and figure out. Sp- speaking of quality, I, w- I want to give a shout out to to Caitlin Rowland, who uh, obviously when 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 Casey, you know, um, got injured, and you know, um, bringing her back to the courage uh, fold, I think was a fantastic mm-hmm. move on, on all of your, your guys' parts, uh, to bring her back there, but she just performed in really admirable. Nathan, how important Absolutely. is it for you to have a number two that can step in and be just as solid as the number one right there? Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, and she trains just starts little. laughing right there. I'm like, I'm, I'm like the quintessential legend of being the number two for my entire career. So yes, Mike, I'm laughing. Hey, listen, the, 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 that role that role's vitally important. Like you, you can't go unstated that that role is crucial to not only Caitlin's own development as a goalkeeper, but also Casey's. Like Kate trains and uh, performs like a number one every day, um, and f- and for her to do that is benefiting Casey because she has to then make sure that she's performing at her optimal level to make sure that we yeah. she keeps that spot. So it's good for us to have competition. Competition. We want competition within the daily environment and. And we're certainly getting it, and, and a big part of that is because of the way Caitlin approaches her role, um, knowing that she's not the number one right now, but she's certainly there to fight for it. But you know what? That's it. it that was my career, but my career, and I'm proud of it, was that I always fought as I was. It was number one and number one, and mm-hmm. so I know that um, I elevated Bry to be the best goalkeeper she could be. And she pushed me to be the best goalkeeper I could be because we we went at it every day. She's my sister. We talk almost every day and stuff like that. So, so it on the field though it was let's push each other. Period. Yeah. And accept and, and and I accepted my role. Yeah. 
if I wasn't starting, I wasn't sitting there like with a face on the bench or something like that. You know what that's a nod to. And um, I, I was just basically like, all right, let's get at it, you know, because mm-hmm. we're a team at the end of the day. By the way, speaking of Bride, just shout out to her and the release of her book. That's just absolutely phenomenal out there. You know, it's it's not often that you get to go on Good Morning America and, and like your book and everything like that. Just absolutely incredible. And shout out, shout out to Bri. And obviously, you know, uh, a lot of people are inspired by some of the stories uh, that they've heard. And I know, obviously, Saskia, you know, you've you've had some some run ins in regards to medical situations as well too. So it's it's really good to no, to get it's that great. Out. It's it's an amazing book. I have it it's sitting right here, um, <laughs> as well as the. Uh, uh, documentaries coming out on um, uh, Netflix. And did I get that wrong? Um, and I'm in it. Ooh. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm super proud of her because it takes a lot to like say your truth. And I think a lot of people will be shocked, but it's kind of like, it's, it's really important to take this moment because, you know, for her to talk about selling her gold medals and doing all that to survive. And now we're talking about, the Dutch women's soccer uh, soccer team and everybody getting the same pay as as the Dutch men. The United States women's soccer team getting the same pay. We're talking about Trinity Rodman getting one point five million dollars. We're talking about that. This was not even a concept when the ninety niners and when Brian and I were coming up. We were like, here's your here's your Nike sneakers and a t shirt and be happy. And so it was like you know, that that's a reality. And I've been in that reality with her. Um, so I understand it. Nathan, I have a question for you. Obviously, you know, you've mm-hmm. been in the league for a few years and as you've seen the league, the league evolve and, and progress. And now that you're not just a, I think a lot of people don't out there don't know that you're not just doing the goalkeepers there, but you're actually a full assistant coach with the yeah. program now. And, and you'd been promoted, promoted up with the, with the, the staff changes and everything like that. Is it easier to be able to to handle the environment now that the players are in a more comfortable area where a lot of them don't have to supplement their income consistently, you know, throughout the season? Yeah, I, w- I would definitely say so. I mean, when I first joined the league, um, 2017, I think the league minimum salary at the time um, was like 16,000, 16,500. Yeah. And, and obviously they get their housing paid on top. So there's, there's an additional fund there, but it was not even close. You can't, you can't survive off of that. Um, and now the league's got it to its sort of th- league minimums 36, I think, which is, you know, if you've got, if you've got 36,000 in a salary plus, you're getting housing paid for and you and, and meals paid for most of the time, or at least once a day. Um, and you're in good, good, good living situation it's not as bad for a young player like a 22 year old that's coming out of college i think i think it's okay there's certainly more growth needed but you look at the 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 demands that have put are now put on these clubs um and what's what's the new minimum standard you look at what kc have just unfolded today with their training facility if you guys haven't seen that you need to have a quick look it's phenomenal and now that's going to be the new standard and i think you know not it can't change overnight it the league's you know as we know it's it's i think now it's sustainable this league is sustainable there's no question about it but in the last 15 years the league wasn't sustainable but now we're at the point where it is and a fan base is growing and the, and the quality of the, the, the product is getting better. And now everybody's having to keep up and, and set new standards, which is what KC have just done. But it's certainly, a, it's it's a better, uh, an easier environment for these players, knowing that they don't have, I mean, I look at Caitlin Rowland and, and year one, and I, I, when I was the director of the youth club, I, I, I hired Caitlin as a coach and she's a wonderful young coach, like really, really top notch. Uh, actually one of the best we've got in our area. Um, 
but she was having to train, but did run sessions most nights, um, just to just to sort of supplement her, yeah. her income. Yeah. And it's got to the point now where it's not necessarily like that. Uh, she continues to do it because it's what she wants to do after the uh, after she's finished playing. Uh, she wants to pursue a, a professional coaching career, so um, she's she's still doing it. But still, yeah, it's it's so much better on the players that they don't have to stress about those things, and uh, and the cl- the clubs are looking after them. Uh, much better than what they have done previously, so uh, I'm excited for for where they work going and you know the opportunities that these players are getting, which is like like Saskia said, it's fully deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you know, and, and one thing I want I wanted to say about that in regards to you know obviously you know with the with the results going in the table and everything like that is that you know for a long time for those of you guys who are not familiar with the league who might be watching in different parts of the world right now, the NC Courage was a very dominant club for a a number of years which is great but also there's something to be said about having parity in the league because that shows the growth of the league and the strength of the Mm -hmm. league and the fact that every team on a day in and day out basis can 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 beat each other you know Suskia, i i know that that's something that you're seeing even with just angel city san diego all these new teams coming in that are competitive right off the bat yeah but i also want to say something to the to the owners and stuff like that so you see that these teams that have people that are believing in them and the nc courage has always been there and a staple you know you have like a, an owner like ron burkle behind um behind San Diego and Julie Ehrman behind um, Angel City and stuff. So you have owners now that have a new philosophy that it's all about women's sports and they're, they're giving and giving and giving. I mean, you have, you have San Diego at the top of the table. So like when we find when that's, that's changed, you know, it's not that mentality of this is like a second tier or third tier sport in this country. This is going to be. We're going to move this to be a, a, a first tier sport in this country, and so when you have owners behind that and people that believe in that, um, then you're you're watching what happens. Yeah, you know, speaking of uh, speaking of changes, uh, that's what happens in a cutback situation. Everybody, do you see that? You see that transition, transition right I, there? I, I, I did not understand that transition. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a left turn. Go ahead. Uh, Today's topic, guys, is going to be dealing with cutbacks. Uh, This is something that Nathan's been posting a lot of on his YouTube channel. Shout out to you and and, and posting your YouTube channel. And also on the Union, guys. He's been posting quite a bit on on the – and there's a little comment right here from John Schneider that says, Loving the new YouTube channel. I miss seeing your sessions in person, but this is close. I'm curious how you integrate game video into your sessions before we get into the topic. Wonderful. Um, I, I know. I know John. John's a good guy and uh, and a, a good coach. He actually worked for us for a little while, so he did get to see some stuff up close, personal, which was which is great. And, and being able to watch his was uh, just as good. So, um, yeah. The, for me, it's. Uh, I always talk about game demands, but it, you look at the situation, uh, and I'll take. I'll take, and I, I sent some stuff to you just just from like regular. Premier League or any type of league, to be honest, the league. And I look at the game situations that are created, um, where most goals are scored, how they're scored, and then I try and replicate that scenario within a training session to make it as real as possible. So, you know, you look at, for instance, if you look at Man City and how they score all their goals, the, the, the getting into a cutback area is crucial for them. And then a one-touch finish for anything that's sort of between the six-yard box and the top of the box, that's 
roughly where they're they're trying to create. They have an attacking philosophy and they're trying to get into those situations as much as possible. So for us, it's like, well, how do we look at the game, look at our own personal games and say, right, these are situations that are that are created. So for then I will take I will take clips from our games and I will look at the exact situation that they've created. Uh, and I'll say, right, how do we how do I recreate this moment as best I can? With any in any situation, not just cutbacks, but even in a, in and out of position. So, I try and take little pieces, and I'll take I'll take some that are like if we have no game coming up this week, I'll, we'll take clips of uh, from Premier League games and say, okay, send it out. Here's here's your situation. Have a look at it, think about it, um, and then try and prepare themselves before the session so they know what's what's going to actually be done. So, uh, just a a little way of sort of thinking about it beforehand and preparing the goalkeepers to to adapt themselves quickly to the environment. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a question that just came through right here. And actually I, w- I want Suskia to answer this one because I think, uh, you know, um, this is, this would be a really great coming from a 99er. I think, uh, I think this, uh, this person would appreciate this right here. This comes from Karina Weissman Esparza. She goes, I'm training a sixth grader who wants to be a full-time goalkeeper. She's never played before. And I'm having some trouble coming up with drills to improve her hands and low dives. Do you guys have any advice? I will tell you right now, get on the union app. Um, there are pl- no, I'm serious. There are plenty of drills to help her from, um, beginners to um to everybody to help her with um basic goalkeeping drills and up to like advanced goalkeeping drills and so you will see everything there and 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 go on it because that's that was the whole point of what we we produced and what we created and it's there well, that's that's uh, that. No, I, I, I was I was I was laughing because it was it was funny how it was an or, organic plug. But I think you're right, Suski. I think, uh, you know, and Nathan can attest to this. What, well, you know, one of the one of the ones that we just posted was all about handling and footwork. So it's like it's right there. It's at your fingertips. And I, th- but I think, you know, creating that community, you know, Nathan, you know, where, where you're engaging, I don't want to make this an infomercial or anything like that, but the more, <laughs> no, the, no, honestly, the more, the more people you can chat with and engage with and converse with, regardless of what the platform is, mm-hmm. it's going to be, it's going to be massive for you because you're going to be able to learn from everybody as opposed to just hearing it from a book or, or one person or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. The, the more, yeah. the more content created by, by goalkeeper coaches out there, or, or uh, you know, anybody that can that can help the goalkeeper position and, and then share it on a platform like the union is, is huge, especially for young goalkeepers. At sixth grade, how old? How old would, we, would you be in sixth grade? Is it what? 11? You have to Help me. 14. No, 11. 11. Well, no, sixth grade. My son's, grade. My son's well, like, yeah, like 11, 11. 11. Yeah, yeah. 11. Yeah, 11, 12. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 11, so, 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 so for me, uh, if you, if you, yes, pull the content, have a watch of stuff, but don't try and replicate a training, a training session yeah. that's far beyond the, that that exactly. person's level or their years. Uh, if you, if there's breakdowns and they're struggling, I would strip it all the way back and I would make it as basic as possible and yeah. have them become comfortable in that. Te- technical action or, or maybe it's not maybe it's not the technique maybe it's a bravery piece but i would strip it all the way back and you know one goalkeeper one ball and make them feel comfortable performing the action before i would add layers and, and complexity yeah. in the training session no i, I told 
I totally ahead, agree with you. Like at that age, you're talking about basics. It's the same mm -hmm. thing as if they were a field player and you're teaching them just to dribble um, and the proper way and balance and passing and kicking and everything. Like, like it's the same thing for a goalkeeper. It's got to be basics. It's got to be how to catch a ball, how to, how to handle ball, how to use your feet, like everything. It's got to be basics. Don't, I, I agree with you. Don't go on this and see a pro session and say, I'm going to replicate this. <laughs> Yeah. With a kid, with with a eleven year old that doesn't know how to catch a ball yet, so yeah. you want to dumb it down and be very basic about it and build from there. Speaking of uh, speaking of basic, I want to pull up. So this we're going to start. Basic. <laughs> no, I know this isn't ba I know this isn't basic, but I, I but I want to I want to pull up the simple factors in regards to actually no, this is not the clip. This is not the one I want to pull up. I want to pull up this guy right here. So we're going to start back here. Um, Nathan, why don't when we're talking about cutbacks? First off, maybe like somebody like Karina out there who, who's who's newer to the position. What do we mean by cutbacks? So they're familiar with the terminology. Um, it's anything where you, for me, it's anything where you have to defend both the goal and the space, um, and get your optimal position to impact or affect both situations. Um, usually towards the end line, but we can you can deal with early cutbacks, you can deal with deep cutbacks, but it's anything that's outside of. The frame of the goal that's usually coming back to find runners inside the box that would be how I would describe the situation. Um, so you see within the video, we, we've started here very basic, and it's all based off of the movement and the footwork. Not Nothing uh, super um, difficult to do. It's more the technique of the action, the movement of the feet. So you see the, the feet, you see the drop step, important to increase that speed. Um, so it started off, and this is with three pros and one one of our youth academy girls um really simple so just movement movement inside to protect the goal so simple start to, to the training session uh, in regards to warm-up and activation of hands uh, a few volleys but more more based on the movement the footwork and the ability to drop and protect the goal um but yeah cutback situation for me is anything that's outside the frame of the goal outside the six that's being pulled back where we have to impact and defend both the goal and the space. You know, I'm I'm watching this right here. You know, and I think there's there's a lot of people out there who, you know, they, they listen to a lot of con content out there and they watch a lot of content out there. And and again, I love what you what you said in regards to like you know you need to find what what works in your environment. And and when you're talking about the very beginning activation, stripping it down, there's nothing wrong with rehearsed service. I think a lot of young coaches out there think everything has to be organic and game realistic, you know, right off the bat or whatever, but there's nothing wrong with this type of pattern movement just to get them going. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, this is, this is less about the service and more about the movement because the movement becomes relative when once we open it up and we add mm -hmm. the complexity and we add unannounced service uh, throughout the session, Yes, the service is very simple. It's all announced. I know exactly where it's coming from, how it's coming in. Mm -hmm. For me, it's the footwork. It's the movement. It's the reaction to see the ball, their eyes getting back to the line of the ball as quickly as possible. That's all it's for. Yeah, and, and 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 I agree with that. Like any any young coach or parent out there that's saying, okay, everything I have to do is game realistic. No, that's not true. We always build with repetition and, and just going over. It's a dance. It's where am I? How does how do my feet work? How does everything? How is my balance and stuff like that? And it's that that repetition that gets that becomes second nature to you. And and these are pros and they're still doing it. And so you have to do that. And then you can build in like for us, we can build into um, game like situations that mimic 
what we just did in a warm-up, but it has to be there. It's, it's, it's a muscle reaction. It's, it has to be replicated. It has to be done. So it becomes second nature so that when, when let's say you have forwards going down, driving to the end line and doing a drill and crossing it, now it's just second nature to you. I come near post, I do this, I come across, I, my foot works proper and everything like that. And you don't have to think about it. Yeah. I love this variation right here, Nathan. So when we just moved on right here, so it looks like you, you went from the service just coming from the, from the volley at the post. Now it comes from in possession to out of possession. Yeah. Um, just because I'll, I'll, I, I'm huge for in possession actions and I feel like if we don't do them, it's not, we haven't done our job properly, but um, yeah, it's, it's just an, a, just an activator with the feet because it's like I said, it's still warm up, still working on the same, yeah, right action, same rotation, little movement to adjust to see the ball now, and then one final movement. Now we'll start to hit the ground. So they get, they're finally getting back into a cutback position and affecting an actual cutback rather than just a volley. Um, but this is just a small pass, a little touch, just to activate the feet a little bit. Again, less about the service, less about what they're performing in regards to the to the saving action, more more about the movement, finding good position, being being comfortable in that position. Um, I mean, these are our first actions of the of, of the training session, so it's not uh, not too difficult. Yeah, you, you know, it, I I want to say this, you know, because this is something as I pause it just really quickly right here. Um, well, I guess I can keep it playing, but I want a lot of people out there because I think and Saskia, I hear this all the time. It's like, oh, it's about seeing the pictures. It's about seeing the pictures. It's about seeing the pictures. But if your body, right, Saskia, can't actually replicate the movements because your body's not used to doing the movements constantly through the repetition you can see all the pictures in the world your body's not going to behave even if you know what to do yeah i mean your mind can tell you look i'm old and my mind can tell me what to do all the time but i can't do it <laughs> so so my body won't go and that's the importance of warm-ups like this warm-ups like this trigger everything in you so that like i said when we build into a game scenario with your team with anybody now it's just immediate it's just immediate you've already gone through this this is this is muscle memory everything and and you don't even think about it you know your footwork is there your positioning is there and you just go and so unless you do this it's not just gonna happen period you can't just, it's not going to happen. You have to go through these drills, which are, which I'm stealing. You have to go through these, <laughs> these drills and, and, and as simple as people make think they are, they're so important. So it's so, it's so funny that you said that, which I'm stealing because, you know, Nathan yesterday I sent like <laughs> seven gigs worth of content. Good, send it. And, and, <laughs> And he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, hey, he's like, uh, he's like, he's like, hey, I saw so I sent everything for today. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, we're on in 10 minutes, right? I'm like, I'm in the car right now. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, I was, but, but, I mean, I was ready, though. I was ready. Listen, we all like I do drills like this as well and build up drills like this. But it, it is important. And to answer the question from before, from the viewer, it's the bottom line is these are the things that even pros do. It's mm -hmm. that repetition and it's that muscle memory and everything that that at the end of the day, that's what's going to make the save. Yeah. Um, Nathan, what's, so let's let's move on to uh, what's the next just, progression. Just for clarity, yeah. as, you, as you're clipping, as yeah. you're going through it, um, yeah. we, wouldn't, we wouldn't necessarily start every session or do every session like this. We would start – some sessions we will start with uh, realism straight away or complexity straight away. Um, but for the purpose of this session and the – the period within the week, 
this was match right. day minus two. Um, right. We, we, you know, a little bit of confidence, a little bit of rhythm, a little bit of uh, right. proper activation was important for us. Right, and it also depends on what what the team structure is and what their mm-hmm. plan is coming at you and, and what they're going to do as well as where you are in the week for match day. I totally get that. Yeah. Um, all right, so where's what's the next progression from here? So I should keep going. Uh, oh, right here. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I think, yeah, I think it's a, a little touch down the line, a little recovery. Oh, so, oh, the opposite side. It's the same. This is the same. Oh, thing. the same thing. Okay, opposite side. Okay, so. We'll yeah, if I remember, it's just a little touch down the line, and then a, an action that sees them now working within the goal. Um, right, just for here. the purpose of seeing the ball, seeing a shot on target. But we still see a cutback situation, and it's like so. The session's all based off of off of one the cutback, but then our readjustment or our ability to to recover sp- into a certain space or recover into a certain position within the goal. Um, so there should be two actions in the next one. That's one's a little cutback, and then and it's a little shot from just sort of off the angle with players in front. So it's this one right here. Is this is this the one right here? Mm-hmm. No, you need to go no, a little bit further. It's the same ah, one. Okay. 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 <laughs> there's there's the music there we go okay so this is this is the change i think when you when you see me at the top of the screen there you go yeah okay yeah little movement down rolled out ball goes into space player runs on first time cross no action recover deal with ball and behind the mannequin I love the fact that you've got the 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 obstructed view right here. I think a lot yeah. of young goalkeeper coaches do this with a non-obstructed view, and then their goalkeepers don't can't handle the realism of of when players get there. Yeah, well, it's in there because if you look at the uh, at a cutback situation, likelihood is there are people in there, and if we're having to readjust or react to something that's been cut out, and there's going to be either opponent in there or teammates in there so we're going to have to deal with that anyway so for us to replicate it and stick a mannequin right in front of them is important for us otherwise we can't we can, everything everything would be too easy we get full vision of the ball and it'd be too it'd be too easy for us yeah i like how when uh somebody somebody knocked down was it casey who knocked down one of the one of the mannequins and then she, she still went still <laughs> yeah. went for the still went for the ball yeah yeah. That's why you got the mannequins instead of a person right there. Just yeah. smash a person down. Uh, Suska, anything you want to add to this? No, I think it's great. Again, I think the mannequin's important because that's realism. I mean, you don't – like we get into that that thing in goalkeeper training where everything's open and you can see everything and everything's perfect and you're doing – that's not the reality of it. And and most goals come in in the NWSL in, in – even in a national team level from inside the 18 with a lot of, a lot of chaos going on. So to have the mannequins, to have them have to see an obstructive view, to have the movement, to know on the cutback, what their range is, that's an important thing. So am I coming and, and just doing it for the drill or do I know I can't get to that and drop it and drop stepping and getting goal for a good position. Yeah. Um, Nathan, I got a quick question for you right here yeah. in regards nice to... Nice shot, by the way, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hit two sweet ones here. Uh, I was like, whoa. For, yeah. for maybe yeah. maybe some of the younger goalkeepers that, that are that are watching this right now, what, what should they be focused on in regards to when they're watching pros like this in a session like this? What triggers and cues should they be looking for and seeing if um, they can spot them as well? 
Yeah, the, um, it's got it's got it comes quick, obviously. So for for me, um, awareness of what the opponent is doing, where the space they are trying to attack, the the movement and their ability to track the ball across the goal, their ability to assess the perception of where the ball's going to go and who else is in the box, so that if if this ball takes a deflection off the little pool line, then and it goes beyond me, then what's the response? With that ball, can I take a touch? Do I need to take a touch? Those are those things, and with that's perception. And then your decision has to come quick from there as well. Yeah. So for me, it would be the the biggest thing is track the ball, uh, track the ball, and, and know where the players are within the within the frame of the box. Otherwise, it's you know you see sometimes within within youth sessions or younger goalkeepers, their their immediate thing is to move to the player rather than moving. And tracking the ball, they want to go to exactly where that player is going to go, but that, that might not be the player that gets to finish the shot. So, um, yeah, biggest thing for me would be track track the ball as it moves across the goal. I, I, I want to say this, Suski. I think one of the, the the issues I've seen a lot at the at the youth level, especially, is players in a cutback scenario. When Nathan's talking about tracking the ball. Well, they overtrack the ball. They 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 go where they think the ball is going. They go faster than the ball, and then they got get caught out of position. Um, you know, or a ball takes a deflection or, 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 or that sort of a thing. I actually feel that with a younger goalkeeper, what they do is they're focused. They have no peripheral. And so they're focused on the, on the ball movement. So, so when this ball's passed, they're focused on the ball movement. And so when it's hit, you have to kind of be ahead of it a little bit in your, and I know that's weird to say, but you can't, if you come with a, I'm like showing it like I'm on the field. If you come in the ball and you're following a ball like this and like that, if Nathan hits that ball, by the time he strikes it and your eyes come with your head, you're done, right? You're behind the play. So you have to have your peripheral. You have to know where this ball might land and you have to get your eyes there for, kind of first so that by the time that ball hits Nathan's foot, you, you're already zoned in on it. If you go at the same time of the ball, I think you're behind the shot. That's a great point. That's a that's a that's a really. It's a, it's, it's a very hard thing to teach. Tony DiCicco is very adamant about that. That it wasn't following the path. It was getting getting there before the strike. Your eyes and your mind there before knowing where that ball is going to land. So you were ahead of it. So. And and are you, are you saying this, Suski, because the ball is faster than it's, you are? Absolutely. It is. So if you're, if you're like Casey right here, right on that pass, if Casey's following that ball, by the time it hits Nathan and he strikes it, she's behind the play. Right. But if she, she knows, okay, there's nobody here. I'm, I'm coming. And she's, her eyes are ahead of the play. By the time it hits Nathan, she's seeing it hit his foot and she can be set and ready to go. But if you're trying to set at the time it's striked, you're, you're a split second behind. Yeah. I wish I That's had, uh, I wish I had that information before my uh, my men's uh, league's championship last week. Uh, that would have been would have been would have been nice. That's, that's how I was taught. <laughs> so. Nathan, anything you want to add to that before we move on? No. Okay. No. Oh, good. All right. Um, is there another progression in here, or should we move on? From, yeah. This, um, this this was the final this was the final progression within the session. That's the final this progression. Was, okay. Now I'm trying to create the the overall situation that we'd looked at through the video was the was the save. So the initial save, so that right there, it created the situation. If you run it back, yeah. just run it back one. So the it's it's the the clip, the video that that was right here was seen. 
no, I think it's on the other side. Um, but it's fine. You can okay. play it through. So the okay. shot is co comes across the goalkeeper, and the save pushes there, and they have to readjust their position, and then the cutback happens, or the second save made, or the second action was performed. Um, so if you look at the next one, I think it's on this side here. I believe so. So I touch inside. This is exactly like it was. The save, and that was the next one, so never mind. But, okay, but okay. Just, it'll play through. The save was made, and it was pushed into the opposite side cutback area. Um, and then Casey's full recovery, uh, or, or Caitlin's full recovery, was had to be made. So you look at this. It's pushed into the cutback area, and this is what's happened. And then they had to make a full recovery. Unfortunately for us, we had a we had a goalkeeper as our centre forward, so this, we didn't get a shot. <laughs> but it was and all you are you are the body. You keep ringing up that far post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by design, by design. I want them to push it into that position. So they've pushed it into that position. Now they have to defend that action. So their movement to adjust and then get back across to try and defend the, the actual cutback action is important. Um, so I'm trying to create that. And unfortunately for me, I'm, I've bent a few in the top corner. So, or unfortunately for them, I should say, for me, it's great. <laughs> I, I do want to say this with a, one of the one of the pictures that we just saw just a few a few plays earlier is the fact of that what Caitlin when when she made that that parry the recovery she stayed there she didn't over she didn't overrun her post she was in mm -hmm. proper position and then that yeah. way she was there for the cup oh look at this guy yeah <laughs> GQ going on right over here yeah yeah Got no, the branding a, no, and everything. We talk, we talk a lot about control, the ability to control movement, control position. Um, don't need to overdo it. Don't need to be frantic. Don't need to be getting there 150 miles an hour and be out of control and be out of position. That, 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 that doesn't help us. So to get there with control, uh, our ability to accelerate quickly and decelerate even faster, to hold our position, perfect. Um, so for me in that clip, the, that's the, that was the entire clip that we tried to create. Ball across the body, pushed and saved, big parry, and then it's still in play. So now our ability to, one, recover our position to the other side of the goal, but two, be in control to defend either the space or the goal with, with a cutback or a shot. Um, that, was the, that was the entirety of the clip, and it re recreated the game situation for us. Granted, we've had four or five different steps to get there, um, but, we, but we recreated the, the clip at the end of it. So that, that was a little bit about how we designed the session. So... Well, let's uh, let's do this. Let's get into some some live clips right now. And uh, and, and and Nathan, I did a little Y scouting this morning, and uh, and and tried to find some uh, courage scenarios that were successful uh, for this uh, right here. So let's uh, let's uh, pull this up right here. So you're probably going to remember this. This is in the ninth minute uh, against Washington. Mm -hmm. Sanchez dribbles down the middle, slanted through ball to Trinity Rodman outside the box, who one times the ball inside the six to hatch and Caitlin comes up with a great save with the awareness to drop pivot lateral movement, patience to stay big and aware. Let's, let's play it all the way through here. Yeah. Everyone can see comes in the ball. Great save and holds on to it. Suski is big on that. Hold on to it. It was, it offside. Right there. It was offside. So it wouldn't have counted anyway. But oh, oh, <laughs> Actually, you know, I think the thing I, I think the thing I like about this stop right there. Okay. So I think the thing I like about this, I don't think she overcommitted near post, right? So um, 
I think a lot of young goalkeepers might overcommit near post, get themselves out of position a little bit. So with her not overcommitting and staying big, giving herself like two yards off the near post with Trinity, I think that it made a shorter recovery when the ball was slotted across. So if you overcommit, then you're scrambling to cover that space. But she didn't. She stayed big. Now it's one, two steps, and she's still there, and she's still covering. And her, her positioning off her line is good. Yeah, that's a really yeah. good point, Suski. I didn't even think about that. Like one more step. She, right. She had so been look, one more look, step. Yeah. Yeah. Look at she's she's look at that. She's most most people would overcommit near post, right? And so she didn't. So now instead of having to make four or five steps, she's making three steps and covering the rest of her goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nathan, anything you want to add on to this right here? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, the, I think one thing for, for a young goalkeeper that's watching or even for coaches that are watching, um, what's really uh, helpful for Caitlin in this in this moment as she makes a save is her ability to keep keep loaded within within her adjustment to action. So if you watch her head, you watch her shoulders, her chest, it doesn't, it doesn't move until the saves happen to be made. So she stays consistent with her body position all the way through, even though she's adjusting across the goal quite quickly. So it helps her then execute quick because she's loaded. If she comes up, you see a lot of goalkeepers, they come up and they bounce in their movement and then their head's like up and down, up and down, up and down. But if you're in an up moment and that action happens, you, it's very difficult to get back into the save. Mm -hmm. So for me, the, the her technical execution and, and her ability to control her body weight was was very crucial. She reads the play really well. She knows she's in a good position. She's not going to get beat. She knows that she can't impact the ball. So now she has to, one, see and perceive the distance that Hatchie's going to score from. Can she adjust her position going deeper? No, because it happens so quick. So she has to adjust across as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. She does that by maintaining control. And we talk about defending the goal in thirds all the time. And can, mm -hmm. we, can we optimize two thirds of the goal? We're gonna to have to give up something at some point because we can't cover the whole goal. So how do we how do we optimize? If she's defended the first two thirds brilliantly well. If Hatchie toes it in the far corner, she probably doesn't get there. Um, but the fact that she's very very good in those first two thirds <laughs> uh, with her position, uh, her adjustment to action, her ability to control that uh, the, the movement across the goal, and then the ability to execute the save and, and hold on to it is is big time for us. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I, I love what you just said right there, Nathan, because that's that's such an important thing, right, Saskia, is in, in regards to understanding that, like, there, if if a, especially in a slotted situation, like if they slot it, like there's really nothing you could do about it in certain areas. So, like, mm -hmm. try to be as successful as possible in the areas that you can control, rather rather than hope, you know, rather than being like, well, if they do play in that in that in that area, I'm going to come up with this big time save or whatever. No, be successful in the actions you can keep. Right. I think what we also find with young goalkeepers is, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that they get obsessed with not focusing on, okay, Trinity right here. They're like a lot of, even if she comes deeper, it's like, I see this, you know, in a lot of camps and stuff where they're like, well, if she, if she slots the ball, I have to get there. And I'm like, the only thing right now is it's Trinity shot. <laughs> like, that's it. You should have organized your defense. If they're not goal side and stuff like that, you're going to deal with that if you're picking the ball out of the back of the net and you're going to yell at somebody. So you get to a point where your positioning is proper, but you're not positioning yourself because this might happen. 
you have to focus on the task at hand. The task at hand is if Trinity shoots this ball, right? But she's in such a good position that she has both covered. So you don't want to overcompensate and say, well, she'll only go near post or something like that. You have to have the right positioning, but you don't want to get in your head. You're not marking players coming into the box. You're, you're dealing with the shot. And I think I see that a lot with young players where they're like, they get caught in between that decision-making, they get buried near post or something like that because they were like, well, she might've slid. That's not your problem right now. I think when you get into this position, your problem is a shot at hand. Put yourself in the right position that if you have to recover across, you're there to do it. Yeah. Um, I, 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 by I just the way, uh, something more absolutely, quick, Nathan. Yes. That, continue, that you, continue. Just, you, you just addressed and, and it goes back to the training session. I actually had the conversation in that, in that training session that you just showed clips of um, because of the complexity and the, and the actual situation they were in. Uh, uh, there was a lot of goals scored. And even in the clips, there's a lot of goals scored. And I said to them, don't be okay conceding goals, but understand that you are going to concede goals mm -hmm. in this situation. What we're trying to do is trying to get them in the, in the in that exact moment, like this one, like the game clip, where they now can execute because we've put them in the situation so often. Yeah. It becomes natural for them. Um, and a lot of goalkeepers, even my goalkeepers with, with the pro team, they get so frustrated when they concede a lot of goals. And even in that session, that they, they were getting frustrated. And I had to say, listen, there's a lot of complexity happening here. There's a lot of movement. There's second phases. There's a third phase. Exactly. Don't be. Don't get comfortable conceding goals, but understand that you are going to concede goals in this moment. What can we do to then prevent that from happening even more? So, um, I think that's crucial for young goalkeepers that uh, mm -hmm. that get, get that get in this moment. This is not a uh, for me. This is not to the benefit of the goalkeeper. This position. No, and, and it's quite possible that if she puts that a little bit wider, although I do think it would have been saved, that it gets tucked into lower corner side netting. That's mm -hmm. possible. Um, and you, yes, in this situation, you are absolutely going to concede goals. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to move on to this next clip right here. So now this is Casey Murphy. And it, this is, I, I, I didn't try to make this the Trinity Rodman show. She, <laughs> she, she was making it the Trinity Rodman show. Uh, so, uh, this is, uh, is it, this, 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 uh, this is a different game against Washington. Different game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, this is uh, my head coach and Dave, you guys. Oh, 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 oh that's right. Right here. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> shout out to you. Shout out to you, uh, right there, uh, Nathan. Uh, so you remember this very well. 18th minute Rodman receives a bouncing ball outside wide channel. Cutbacks outside of the 18 dribbles in and just unleashes a looping shot that Casey Murphy tips over the ball right there um yeah. positioning let's, positioning positioning yeah. so let's walk it through she from the very beginning that, of the scenario she has the entire goal covered Ooh, i'm sorry start. she does so let's start from here uh do you want to break it down for us nathan yeah um you go, go ahead you can play it um so first of all uh, her adjustment to get into the right spot so that if trim did push to the end line if she just closes her hips and she can protect the goal and be in a really aggressive spot, but also protect space because of the range that she has. But knowing that she cuts inside, she's still in her optimal position that when that ball cuts back in. Um, for me, she's a little over-adjusted to her right. I would like her I, right foot to be slightly forward. Her hips are a little bit too open, but that's me being, that's me. Being me. Um, no, I agree with she's you, in, actually. She's I'm in a, at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's in a good position. Um, if, you, if you look at the... This is why I added the shot um, on the 
in the training session that you just saw. Uh, this for, for situations like this, where the player cuts inside and hits, and the one with the dummy in front that you were talking about. So cut inside left foot shot. This is why we added this uh, in there. So um, as she cuts inside, great position. Again, look at her hips. They're slightly off center, which is a bit annoying for me, but um, it's, it's <laughs> happening quick. So I'll give it the benefit of the doubt, but her ability to execute. And, and if, if Casey's in a good spot within the goal, she's so hard to beat. Uh, this is only a little touch, but it's an important touch that puts it on the top of the crossbar and sends it over. Um, but for me, her, her ability to gain position quickly um, allows her to to make a save, to be honest, or, or perform the next action. If Trin pushed it to the end line, she could close it quickly and, and, and be in a good spot to defend the space from from a cutback. So, Saskia, as, as a as a former world class goalkeeper, uh, and, and Nathan and I like to pretend we're we are world class goalkeepers, but yeah, he's uh, never said who... that to me. Saskia. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you seeing right now? When if you're Casey right now in this scenario, I well, I think I, I agree. I think yes, I think overcompensate a little bit to the right, but I think that when Trini comes and cuts it in, hold, and comes back a little bit more. I, her positioning is good there, comes back a little bit more. She's a little near post because stop that it that far upper corner is open. Now listen, if Trinity Rodman buries it in the far upper 90 right there, it's a great goal. But with Casey being 6'1, 6'1, um, like she's 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 got the goal covered. I feel I agree with you, Nathan, on this. That I'd say a step more to the left. Um is she worried that Trinity might drill it near post? But I think that her physique and her size could cover it regardless. Um, so it's a great I thing. Think, yeah, I it, think a position. I mean, I mean, we are nitpicking right now. We're nitpicking. Yeah, a position on the, on the ball line. I remember I said defend, defend and save in two thirds of the goal. That's where right. we can optimize ourselves. For me, it was it was that her, her hips are rotated a little bit too much, and they're too much. Her right foot's too deep. She needs to push yeah. her right foot forward so that she's flat. Because then, if Trinity does go across her, the angle of her dive is she's more not gonna be able to kick, yeah. and not as flat. So, yeah. Um, yeah, for me, that she's just ever so slightly off tilted a little bit. Um, but her, her actual position and our ability to—if you look at her, she's almost directly on the ball line. But the, yeah. to protect and save in two thirds of the goal, if Trinity smashes it in the far side netting uh, and goes in off the post or goes in the top corner. Sometimes you just got to hold your hands up, but I fancy yeah. Casey's chances to save in that yeah. moment as well. So what I uh, like also about Casey is her distance off the line. So yeah, I think that that's eating up so much. So when Trinity looks up, she's seeing Casey and we find a lot of young goalkeepers are too deep in this situation. And mm -hmm. that's giving up way too much of the far post and center half of the goal to the far post. Um, and because they're too deep. Right, they might be they might be technically in a ball line, but they're not they're not forward enough. So I love her distance off the line. Nathan, I have, I have a question right here in regards to that 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 deep right foot because I I was noticing that as well too. Is that a cheat? Is that a cheat based on reading tendencies in the game for her? Maybe that that she's like, oh well, you know, this is the play that she's been been playing, or or is no. that just a simple matter, just too flat? Uh, I think I think this is why I don't like sharing too much uh, NC Courage content. This is a oh. this is a, I don't want to say it's a flaw, but it's a flaw. Um, she 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 does rotate a little bit too much, so um, and she knows that. Um, but it's fortunately it's for her, flat. she has 
she has unbelievable range and she gets out of trouble sometimes. But yeah, yeah this is a this is not she's not cheating. No, she's just opened okay. up a little bit too much. Yeah. Yeah. This is all about is it this is an educational platform for all of us. <laughs> and Casey Murphy would admit it as well. Listen, too. Kay, listen, Casey, if you're yeah, listening she's... out there, if we have to get this nitpicky on you, you're doing something right. Like yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, your big toe is too flat and you're a little unbalanced. <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, that's me she knows it. Like, so i'll say that's, some stuff to her sometimes that's me and, uh, too yeah, and, I, and, and she looks at me and i'm like probably shouldn't have said that and or address that moment you know too critical sometimes but yeah you know, I, I, know I, don't think, I don't think she'd want me any other way to be honest if i let her off that, she, she wouldn't be happy with me so I, I will say this, you know, Bob, before we, we move on to the next clip right here, is that for any any young goalkeepers out there listening or young coaches out there, you know, who are listening in regards to how to handle, you know, um, conversations, you know, with, uh, with, with, uh, with, with, with their goalkeepers and everything like that, is that you've got two people right here uh, in Nathan and Suskia who, who, who have been very candid and open with somebody like, like Casey. And, and in order to get to that next level, you need people in your corner. Um, and you as a, as a young coach, you need to be able to be comfortable being that open and honest, not being disrespectful and, 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 and talking down, but more instructive and constructive so that these people keep growing regardless of the level that they're playing at. Yeah. That's just my, my two cents right there. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, speaking of that, uh, let's move on to, uh, the third goalkeeper in the NC courage pool. Uh, that I want to bring up, who's got a very bright future. Uh, and unfortunately, we don't have any courage footage of her, uh, but we do have we do have college footage. We do have college footage of, of, of Marissa Bova uh, playing against Vanderbilt. Um, and uh, so basically what happens in this situation is player kind of stops near the edge of the 18 wide, cuts the ball back inside, player turns, shields it, Marissa stays nice and big right there. Shot is hit. She makes a save to the near post right there. Uh, obviously a different level than, than the NWSL, uh, but still a good picture for a lot of young, young uh, players to see right here. So let's yeah. kind of walk it back here. And, and I want a lot of people to see the patience here because kind of like, well, there, first off, there's the player getting flattened right there as that ball is, uh, has got bitten played across, but I love the patience here. You know, she doesn't bite and try to attack this ball. She's kind of shielded a little bit. She waits for the turn. She stays patient, and then the ball is played. Boom, right across. Any uh, any thoughts here? Anybody? Uh, yeah. Well, let me let me first of all say, and she she might not listen. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but maybe a <laughs> parents listen or a future fan. Uh, what a fantastic young talent and a fantastic person she is. Um, we, we did a I did a goalkeeper pro, pro combine a uh, few weeks before the draft, a couple months before the draft. And there's a there's a lot of talent there, um, and this one stood out for not just her ability as a goalkeeper, but her, the, her infectious personality, her character, her desire to get better, her ability to apply feedback to her game and immediately adapt was phenomenal. And for me, it was she, we took her in the last pick of, of the draft this this year, and we tried from pick twenty six, which was our which was our the pick before our last one um, and we tried to move up move up move up to try and get her. i was so worried that we weren't going to get her and fortunately nobody took her which was amazing to me because she's she's going to be she's going to be very very good she's like a tom got, brady yeah 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 she is but i got i got to get i got to call her and say hey listen um 
we got we have pick 44 you're ready to be drafted and she was I mean, she she was in tears immediately but she has the same uh very similar uh, like goalkeeping characteristics as Casey does so she's benefiting from the fact that she's in our environment and you know not necessarily that she's not she's not the focal point of every session but because it's because the sessions are often geared towards Casey's attributes um she's picking up information and, and, and adapting it to a game and doing really well. Um, in regards to this clip, I, I would I would absolutely pull her apart for the first part I'm of it. Going, I'm going to say oh. it. I, was, I, I was sitting here and was like, am I allowed to say it? I'm going to wait for her yeah. to say it. Yeah. Look, guys, there's only so much college footage I could find out there. No, 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 no. I want to hear, hear what Nathan's going to say because I think we're on the same page. Remember when I said to Caitlin and her ability to be fully engaged? And yeah, she Marissa is. Marissa hasn't. She has an off moment here where she See, thinks it's right, over. right there. She stops. Like, she stands up, and if the okay. if the cutback is hit first time, she's in trouble. Uh, fortunately, the player has a touch, and she can she can sort of reload her body. Yeah. But if you let the clip play through, watch her. She stands up straight, and she's no longer engaged, engaged at all. Right she's here, just, and then yeah. she's like, "Oh no, I've got it." And if this hit is this, if this is hit first time, she's in trouble. Um, she has to make a very reactive save. Fortunately, the player takes two touches so she can sort of get her position together again. So that would be the first part that I'd be a, a little bit upset with. And <laughs> her, hand shit, uh, her hands are a little bit too low in the, in the save, but she, she makes a good save. But this is, you know, she's a, she's a work in progress and getting better every day. So and I and I agree with you. I saw the same thing where you see that right, that for, that kick right before she's straight up and, and rigid and, and, and grounded. And mm -hmm. instead of what we saw with Casey, what we see before is um, you have to be engaged here. So she's totally not engaged. She's flat. She's everything like that. So where's this ball going to go? Right. So if that's hit first time, she's de she's done. Um, or, you know, basically is scrambling to get to the save and stuff like that. She recovers and does get set. But I agree with you. But she's she's young and she's a work in progress. So we're seeing the exact same thing. I, I, I want to say this, you know, obviously, Saskia, you know, you're, you, you've been in the... Elite, Mike, you know, did elite. you see that? <laughs> I did see that, but I wasn't going to okay. point it out. I waited for Nathan to say it. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't going to point it out. And I'll be straight up honest with you, obviously, with the speed of play and, and, at, at the professional level versus the amateur no, level. No, you know what? Listen, Tom okay. Brady, the future Tom Brady can come back and yell at me in 10 years and be like, you talk crap about me. I wasn't engaged. <laughs> I'll be like, all right. <laughs> But no, you, you know, obviously, you know, obviously, you know, the, you know, Saskia, the, the, the collegiate environment is still a, a, a developmental environment. And for lack of a better term, you know, I'd call it almost like you, you, you know, division one level in, in, in the United States is almost like U23 professional uh, out there. And just is this something that like kind of once you get to that next level, you know, you, you there's the difference between, you know, a 20 year old and, and, and 26 year old, you know, who's been in a pro environment consistently. Well, there's a difference between what that player on the ball right now, um, I don't know who Vanderbilt's playing, but what that player on the ball right now is going to do. Like, so in a pro level, that she might punish her for being straight up, and that might be a direct shot first time on goal. In the college level, it's, it, it's a cutback, or, or it's not the, the speed of play isn't as fast. So, yes, you can kind of get away with it, but now she's training with – um, courage and everything like that. So she's seeing a faster speed of play. She's seeing being punished for for not being engaged and stuff like that. And so that will change as she grows. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's a, she that's, can't that's grow anymore. Point. She's like six foot two already. Yeah, I, didn't, I know. <laughs> I swear to God, Nathan, I was like literally myself, Michelle Akers, Daniel Fotopoulos. We were like the tallest people on the U.S. Women's National Team. I stand in a group of players now, and I'm like the shortest person. I'm like, <laughs> what is in the water? Where are these kids coming from? Goalkeepers yeah. Yeah, are like a- over six feet. You, I was like yeah, five nine. Was, five nine was perfect when I played. Yeah. She's from Wisconsin, so they got to go and be up there, right? Yeah, it's like the milk and just so they can get through the snow. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Well, well, Nathan, thanks for taking all the time with us, man. Uh, Obviously, I know you've got a you got a busy schedule. You're heading back uh, to Scotland for uh, for uh, one of your uh, licenses, right? Yeah, yeah. Head out on uh, Friday for for I'm doing the UFB goalkeeping license. So I head head out on Friday and then. straight to seattle from from scotland to seattle so edinburgh to seattle on the uh, next thursday to to get away get back for the for the game against ol rain so that'll be a good uh, one yeah yeah be a good one. I, ho- I hope so i hope so um both teams got a lot of players away so it's going to be good to to see uh see some unfamiliar faces on the field which would be nice which yeah. is always a positive with an international window Absolutely, I mean, it's it's nice for players to get a get a chance to uh to get some some matches in uh, while other players are away. And obviously, you know, with the with the Concacaf Championships and there's a Coma Bowl going on at the same time. There's there's a lot a lot of the and U.S. national teams on. in camp. Yeah, like yeah. there's all sorts yeah. of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's and they're away for a while though. The, the, I mean, it could be sort of uh, end of July, early August before they're actually yeah. back with us, which is crazy. Oh, oh my gosh! Wow, yeah. that's uh. <laughs> That is a yeah. that is a long, long, long time. Well, that is uh, that's why Caitlin Rowland's there. That's why Kate. That's why Kate. That's why Caitlin is there. She'll be ready. Yes, she, she is. is. She is ready. Um. Well, Nathan, if anybody wants to reach out to you, uh, directly, where's the best place? Uh, and by the way, thanks for for sharing your content and engaging in the in the in the platform uh, over on the Union. Uh, we love having people like yourself on there. Um, you know, I, I feel that you know. Uh, voices like yourself uh, getting your you know getting to engage with these people is just so beneficial so thank you for for taking the time no problem no problem yeah um, yeah, yeah and, I mean social media I'm, I'm pretty active on uh, on most social media platforms so uh, yeah I'll be I'll be on there and obviously I just I just started throwing some training content um, past and present onto onto some onto YouTube just to give some people some insight and onto the union as well so um Years past, I wasn't able to do it. This year is a little bit different. So, yeah, I'm I'm all about sharing, and, and you know, I'm not I'm, I I won't not afraid of admitting I've stole a lot of stuff from a lot of people. Oh, um, I'm seeing Mike 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 sending Mike <laughs> yeah. sending all your content to me as soon as we yeah, get off this, fine. and I'm stealing <laughs> no everything. Like I I yeah. steal all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. no, it's good. It's good. It's just it's just my only thing with the, the with the when you steal is make sure you know. Why you're stealing it and oh, how I you know exactly. it in your environment? That's, yeah, that, we, that would be my biggest thing. We see things the same. I, I, if I, I don't say that to to every person that's on here. By the way. <laughs> 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 so, so now, I've, now I've set my up myself up. So the next person that's on, I'm like, I'm not saying anything. I'm stealing your content. They're gonna be like, heard about it. <laughs> They're gonna be like, you told Nathan you were stealing your his content. I'm like, uh. Well, well, well. Luckily, luckily, the next guest that's coming on is 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 a player, so you, you won't be able to steal their. You won't be able to steal Didi's content. I think that'd be very difficult uh, to to do. Uh, Didi's coming on next. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, you got you got to tell her that next time she plays against us, she's got to stop doing the uh, catch and fall down and sit on it for ten minutes. <laughs> I can't stand that. Yeah, yeah, she's the master of that. Her and her and Dan, her goalkeeper coach Dan Ball, he's the. <laughs> they, they, they've implemented that into their game to, at the highest level. I mean, I, I know, and like, I love, I, I love, 20, I love that the fans start counting now. Yeah, twenty-four <laughs> minutes into the game, and she was catching catching a ball and sitting on the ground with it, and I'm like, oh, for goodness' sake, we're in for a long run. Here. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, just teasing. Diddy's a good goalkeeper, a good good person. She is. No, but it's true though. I love I love the fans have caught on. They start counting, and I obviously yeah, yeah. she's a good goalkeeper, and I love her and stuff. But um, it's funny you brought that up. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Well, 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 everybody, if you want to, if you want to uh, reach out right there directly to Suskia Weber and speak to her uh, about uh, delaying uh, uh, games uh, by sitting on balls, you can reach out to her. Uh, at Suskia Weber on the union or at Suskia underscore Weber on all other social media platforms. If you want to reach out to us directly, contact at inside the 18 media.com or at goalkeeper podcast on all social medias. If you have a guest suggestion or topic suggestion, or you can reach out on the union at goalkeeper podcast. If you want to reach out to me, Michael Majid comedy.com or at Michael Majid for all things, non goalkeeper related. Uh, <laughs> Nathan, thanks again for taking all the time, man. Best of luck in Scotland. Enjoy the weather. I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> Miserable. <Yeah. laughs> Thank you, guys. Beautiful all right, Nathan. Great seeing you. Right. That's Appreciate all you. the time on Inside the 18, guys, and we are out. Later, guys. Yeah. Hey!